Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Aiming to achieve with this album. No problem. I, I really didn't say much uh, before we dropped out, so it's all good. Um, you know, like I said, like I was saying, um, you know, what we were trying to really do, what we tried to do with every record is really just show um, some progression and growth in, in our writing and our musicianship and our style. Um but also stay true to the, you know, the origins of the band. Um, if we can combine those things with, you know, all the things that people know about Armored Cain as far as the style and, and the fact that we're this hard rock heavy metal band and we've established that, but also continue to show that we're making records that sound current and making them sound like um, that we're trying new things and pushing boundaries. When we do all those kind of things, I think we feel really confident about um, the records that we make. We felt, we felt that way about When Hands Down, and I felt like that was a stepping stone for this record, and you know, I'm really really excited about this record, because I think it sounds like a classic kind of Armored Saint record, but still, sounds like it came out in 2020. Yeah. You mentioned about the diversity and wanting to, to try different things. There's things on this album like... Um, Gonzo playing American Indian flute. You brought in some guest musicians as well. Tell us a little bit about some of the guests you brought in and some of the things that you wanted to try differently this time. Well, it was cool because, as you pointed out, Gonzo played that flute part, which is a nice introduction to the last song, Never You Fret. It's really cool. Um, he did a good job with it. And um, also, we um, were lucky enough to get Dizzy Reed um, from GNR to play some keyboards on the record. Um, it really just added a whole different kind of color when he did his parts on the two songs that he played. Um, we even had a childhood friend's son play um, the, the introduction marching drum on the song Do Wrong to None. So it was really cool to bring him in because his dad is a great drummer, and then his son was able to play this part. He, he, the dad didn't even play it, and he's a great drummer, but the son got to play it. And he was the, you know, the drummer of the, the marching band in his high school. So it was a cool idea that Joey had to, to bring him in, play the part with Gonzo for the intro, and doing things like that. Not to mention the the Julian pipes that you know start the record off from the first song, "Standing on the Shoulders of Giants." That always, when you hear those pipes, they just that sets a tone immediately. It really creates a kind of an aura. So that sounded amazing. Yeah, where does that kind of idea come from? Because Things like American Indian um, flute and Ulian pipes—they're not instruments that you hear every day. So, where does that idea come from? About hey, let's try this and put it into this track. Well, you know, Joey's got a lot of creativity when it comes to things like that, and, and it was actually Gonzo's idea to play the flute part. Um, so um, he was doing his best imitation of Ian Anderson, and uh, <laughs> did a good job with it. But. Um, uh, you know, just I think when you bring in these other kind of uh, instruments, um, it just again it, it just kind of sets a different tone for the song. And then you you know then you go into the riff, and then you go into the 
you know, the vocals, and it, you know, sounds like an Albert Saint song, but, you know, remember on, on the Simple Salvation record, you know, we had the whole Conga's introduction to Tribal Dance that was also a guest player, and, you know, that set the tone for that song as well. So we're always open-minded when it comes to having different people bring something in, especially if it's something different than just, you know, a guitar part or something. Although we did have Pearl a Day, um, Scotty and wife sing on the last record, and we did a duet together on uh, Full Head of Steam. So, um, you know, it's, it's just, I think when we bring these other instruments and other players in, it kind of brings out something differently in us. And I, and I think that's, I think it's just a great thing. Yeah. Lyrically, what was inspiring you this time? Because we live in such a crazy world at the moment. So what was inspiring you lyrically when you sat down to, to work on this album? Well, I mean, it's a crazy world we live in, right? I mean, it's just a, there's a plethora of ideas there. All you got to do is read the news or <laughs> watch a few moments in TV or the Internet. I mean, it's like it's, I could probably write 10 records, right? You know, it's just an endless thing. Of course, I don't want it to only be um, about what's, you know, the, 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 what's happening in the world, but it, it does lead to social commentary ideas, and then that kind of it, it raises other um, ideas that, that maybe I have that or I didn't even know I had, and by seeing something, hearing something, reading something, then it triggers something else that I might want to say. Um, always try to inject a little humor when the time is right, little sarcasm, can never have enough of that. Um, try to touch on, you know, making sure that people feel like they can battle life and come out ahead. It's only standing on the shoulders of giants. Obviously, you know, the whole world of technology and how it's affecting us. And, um, you know, there's pros and cons to it for sure. But, you know, the end of the attention span is something we all struggle with. I struggle with it. Um, you know, there's a lot of different lyrical themes throughout that just are things that are we're all dealing with as people. Um, it was so weird because COVID came in after that. So, um, but strangely enough, sometimes the lyrics take on new meanings by the developments in life, which is really cool. Um, so, who knows? I mean, you know, the song "Standing on the Shoulders of Giants" we put out the video, and um, the cool thing about it, it was kind of like this nature versus industry type video, and, and it that actually changed the meaning of the song. So um, I, I, I love when those kind of things happen. Yeah. Talking of COVID as well, you guys had to do a virtual album launch online. Did you ever in your history of music ever think that you would be doing a online gig like that? And also, how else has COVID kind of affected the album coming out this time? Well, it didn't affect the album coming out, luckily for us, because we were actually done with all the recording parts. So we just had to go into mix mode um, when the quarantine affected everybody. So we were fortunate. We just we handed Jay the, the, the tracks, and he, uh, Jay Rustin, that is, and he mixed them. So we were we were not held up in that way. So we, we had some good luck there. But, um, you know, it's a live stream. We want to perform, especially when, when you just finished a record. You know, you got these new songs. You're really excited about them. You want to play them live. So, um, to obviously, uh, to, it, it's the only thing we got right now. So we're we're embracing it, and it's going to be fun, and probably be a little weird, but um, it's it's the way it's got to be right now. And like I said, we're looking forward to it. We're going to play some new songs. We're going to play some deep tracks. We're going to play some hits. I'm saying hits, you know. So um, it should be a lot of fun. 
you yeah. know, it's going to be unusual, that's for sure. Yeah. I was going to ask that. What's it like playing but not having the audience there? Like, you can't feed off the energy of the audience. Have you guys gone about preparing for this show differently because of that? Well, you know, I don't have the luxury of, like, putting the mic out into the crowd and having them sing parts when I'm winded or something. (laughs) I'm going to have to sing it all myself. Um, And, you know, of course, when you feed off the audience so much, and it's it's just really peculiar. I think it'll be more like a kind of a glorified rehearsal or maybe even a little bit closer to, like, a video shoot. Um, Although video shoots, you're not really performing. I mean, you're you're pretending you're performing, but you're not really performing. But, um, so, it, you know, we're going to be performing, but um, I think it's going to be something we've never really done. So, it's uncharted territory, um, even even the banter, you know, I like to I like to chew the fat with the crowd and, you know, talk about whatever is on my mind that night and have some funny conversations at times. And, you know, to not be able to bounce off people, it you know, it'll be challenging to me as a, a front man. But, but, you know, what? these are things that, these are good things, though, because they kind of, they, they take you out of your box, and they challenge you a little bit, like I said, and they, you know, it's it's not the norm. So, you know, kind of, it kind of pushes you to think differently, and I think, in the end, that's always a good thing. Yeah. We mentioned approaching... That's all right. We, well, you mentioned that you guys are approaching 40 years as a band. Tell us a little bit about that. How does that make you feel? Did you ever think that... 40 years ago, did, were you thinking that in 40 years' time, this band would still be going strong? You know, I think that when we were young, you know, we probably had the, you know, the, the ambition to have longevity. I think that's something that I think we always thought was really cool, even then, um, in the early 80s, you know. I mean, it was funny, back then, we were going, we want to be around as long as the Stones and the Who. The Stones and the Who still play! <laughs> yeah. uh, I told me back, though. You know, so... Um, uh, you know, it's funny, but um, I think that I think that longevity is something that we we yearn for. We didn't really know how that was going to happen. Um, of course, when we were twenty twenty one years old, we also thought we were going to be the biggest band in the world, and you know that didn't happen. But um, I think that you know, I think that we're proud of the longevity. I think we're proud of you know all the same members, other than Dave Pritchard, who unfortunately lost his life um, back in nineteen ninety. But you know, other than that guys and I think that's a really cool aspect of this group it's you know it's not just Joey Vera and a bunch of hired musicians you know or you know it's 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 the same guys and everybody has like a an emotional investment in the band so when we go out it, it feels it really truly feels like a brotherhood kind of feeling yeah um, you know that's one of the beautiful things um, you know how long can it go I don't know you know you know I mean it's I feel like my voice is good and strong right now can I sing you know all they march of the saint when I'm 60. I, I don't really want to think about that today, though I won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, mate, I know we are running out of time very, very quickly. So before I go, I'd love to ask, is there anything you would like to say to your Aussie listeners out there before they go out and grab the album? And is there a chance when all of COVID is over that we might see you guys in Australia at some stage as well? Yeah, well, it's long overdue to go to Australia. You know, Emerson's only played once uh, in the career of the band, and um, it was a long time ago. I believe it was, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was 06 or somewhere around there with Death Angel. It was a great run. It was fun, but it was just the one tour, and I actually got pretty ill when we did that tour, and I actually didn't even perform the last show, which was in Perth. It was like the one and only show I think Emerson did where John Bush actually was probably in the town and didn't sing. 
Um, I didn't even go. I was so sick. It was, it was like a horrible memory, but it's a memory nevertheless. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's, um, you know, like I said, it's long overdue. We, we certainly it's a, you know, appreciate all the support all the fans have given us through the years there. And, um, you know, I, I, all the years I played in Anthrax, we always had great tours of Australia. So, you know, I know how great the fans can be down there. And, you know, maybe 2021, you know, you never know. Hopefully this COVID thing, we can get it under wraps and, um, and start having shows again. Definitely. Well, John, thank you so much for chatting to us today. It's been an absolute honor, and hopefully we do get to see you soon. Thank you, brother. Thanks for all the support, and be safe down there, all right? You too, mate. Stay safe. We'll see you soon. Bye, mate. All right. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.